Today's Leading Women episode 402 with the wonderful Debbie Martinez. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day. Here are today's leading women. Want to learn how I did it? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Debbie Martinez. Debbie Martinez is a certified mindful life coach and Supreme Court certified family mediator, as well as being trained in collaborative divorce. As an expert in her field, Debbie has given workshops and lectures on various topics pertaining to divorce, women's issues, and relationships. She brings her life experience and formal training into her coaching practice to empower and educate her clients on their divorce journey and beyond to their beginnings, to their new beginnings. For more information, I'd love for you to visit www.thepowerofdivorcecoach.com. Again, thepowerofdivorcecoach.com. Women of the world, Miss Debbie Martinez, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I am delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Debbie, I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with the power of divorce coach. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. Okay, great. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind the niche? Sure. My business, it's a private practice and it's primarily geared towards people, men and women going through divorce. And they come to me at all different phases of their divorce, whether they aren't sure whether they want to get a divorce if they've just started the process and they're not really clear on how to navigate the divorce and all the way through until the end and after when they have to reinvent themselves. You know, you go through a divorce, maybe you have to sell a home, you have children, you don't know how to navigate co-parenting. Maybe you have a narcissistic ex-spouse and he's being passive aggressive, you don't know how to handle that. You have to reinvent yourself, you have to go back to school. These are all things that I help my clients think through and then we set goals and it's all about moving forward. Wow, I love when I'm here about your business and this niche that you've carved out. I'm sure um, this is really a, a very, very valuable and helpful to other people, especially those going through this um, 
event in their life, this divorce, for example, and you are guiding them not only from the time that they are doing it, but at the same time to start new, to start a new beginning. Great that you have this one out there. But what continues to inspire you doing this? Well, I started it because I went through my own divorce and going through your divorce, you know, you kind of have your dream team. You know, you have your divorce attorney, you might have an estate attorney, you have your accountant, a therapist, but there wasn't someone like me. There wasn't someone that I could sit down and, you know, yes, I want to talk about my feelings, but I also want to talk about what's ahead of me. What do I need to do to get there? And there wasn't someone like me. So after I got divorced, I went and researched different life coach programs, and there was one out in San Diego that was mindful. It was a mindful approach, being in the present, um, not taking things personally, trying to move forward, be better, not bitter, that kind of thing. And so I went back and forth to San Diego to get certified under mindful life coaching, and that is what inspired me to build my business is that I realized there's so many people out there getting divorced and there isn't someone that can help them to be their cheerleader, but also be their Jiminy Cricket, you know, keeping them focused on reality. Forget being passive aggressive with your ex-spouse. Forget getting caught up in all the bitterness and resentment. That's not going to get you anywhere. So it's all about moving forward. It's not about looking back. It's about looking at what's ahead of you. And that's what inspired me to do this business. Yes, and you are providing a solution for them. You know, you see these people, you see them with this problem, you know that you can help them. And now you have set up your practice to be able to help them because you, it stemmed from your, it was born from your experience not finding the solution that you want. And now you are providing the solution for them. What an inspiration that one is. What a compelling vision. But I'd love for us to talk about how you prepared for success to turn this idea or to turn this inspiration into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Well, you know, there wasn't anyone like me. Divorce coaching, when I went into it five, six years ago, was basically unheard of. And so I really had to put some time into researching it. And I had one of the ones, um, the traits is just positive thinking because so many people said to me, oh my gosh, Debbie, you're never going to make it. You know, I've never even heard of this. Nobody's ever heard of this. Um, you know, people have attorneys, they have therapists, they're not going to want a divorce coach. And if I had listened to all the naysayers, I would not have opened my practice. So I really not only had to not listen to them, but I had to really think positively about my practice and about what I wanted. And then the other thing was perseverance. I really had to persevere because there wasn't a practice like mine. And I was starting from scratch with everything. That was not my background. My background was I was a behavior specialist for severely disturbed children for many years. And then I was a stay-at-home mom. And then, of course, I went through my own divorce. So there wasn't anything out there like mine. So I really had to persevere and be organized. I think organization is something that really helped me. Because when you're starting out fresh and you don't have a model to go off of, you really have to be organized. So I would say those are the top three things that really helped me be successful. 
Yes, I mean, I love that you shared this one with us. I mean, I, I could imagine that during that uh, the event, that moment, when you we were looking out there and no one was uh, doing this, what you're offering, a mindful coaching. And, and now you realize, okay, I need to be, I need to be resourceful. I need to research on this topic. I need to know. Uh, and then, and there you saw so many people craving for this, for needing this help. And you provide that solution. And then perseverance, you know, Perseverance is one of the traits that we all should have, especially building a business, because there are going to be ups and downs, and the challenges aren't going to be there. But we have to persevere and follow through with what we want to achieve in life. And of course, um, yeah, this this qualities that um, that Debbie just shared with us. The good news is that we can all cultivate and adapt them in our lives. So. Um, being resourceful, perseverance, and being organized. I cannot stress that enough. So great qualities there. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as an entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get to those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business? And how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? You know, um, the three top, there were several, <laughs> but the three top was getting my name out there. Because like I said before, nobody knew what a divorce coach was. So I had to get my name out there and, and what I did, educating people about what a divorce and relationship coach is because people were like divorce coach, relationship coach, what, what, what does that person do? And then not going in too many different directions at once. I'm a big idea person. I keep a journal with just, it's one journal for all the ideas that go through my head. And so I'm like looking at all these things that I want to do. Once I had set up my practice, you know, I set up a different website called Stand Strong, being a Stand Strong woman, meaning that you are standing strong for who you are as a woman, not as a wife, not as a mother, a friend, a lover, what, but as a woman. Because what I found in my practice was that a lot of women were coming to me and they had lost what it felt like to be a woman. They had just gotten so absorbed in being a mother and a wife and, and a co-worker. And, and I gave a whole workshop on just being a woman. So I set up this website, Stand Strong. And then I set up a Stand Strong Foundation. And then I started with all the Stand Strong. You know, I had baseball caps made and, and T-shirts made. And I wanted to give workshops. And then I... I developed moving on boxes for men and for women. And I just found at the end of the day, I had spread myself very thin with all these ideas that I had. So I really had to narrow things down. So the three challenges were not going in too many directions for myself and then educating people about what a divorce and relationship coach is. And how I got over that is every time I had a chance I don't care if it was the mailman. I was telling them in very short phrases what I did because you just can't get it out there enough. 
And I, I would take the opportunity. If people called and they were saying, you know, I, I saw your advertising and I don't really know what you do, I wouldn't just give them a short little phrase. I mean, I would spend some time with them on the phone, even if they never walked through my office door. At least I felt like I had touched one person who maybe could go touch five other people into what I did. And then getting my name out there, I hired a PR person. And um, I really got into advertising and my PR person was worth her weight in gold because she got me on radio, she got me on TV, she got me appearances. So it was worth every penny having someone like that. So if, if you're just starting out and you can afford a good PR person, you really have to interview them. But if you can afford a really good PR person, even for a year, it's worth every penny. It really is. It makes a big difference. Wow, great lessons in these challenges that you shared with us. I'm sure we all can relate to these challenges that Debbie just shared with us. I mean, especially for starting out, we want to, we need to, or we need to get our name out there. We need to let people know what we do. And this is a challenge, constantly promoting ourselves, putting ourselves out there to people will know what we do and what we can help them with. Yes, these challenges that uh, Debbie just shared with us, we can all learn from how she was able to overcome them. And when it happens, to us, we know now what to do. So great that you shared that one with us because there's a big takeaways, big lessons in those that you have shared with us. And of course, getting a PR is a big help. I mean, they are experts on how on how to help you get your name out there. So be willing to invest in them to get your word out there, to get your name out there, so people will know. Because it, I believe that it's our obligation to let people know what we can do for them, what we can help them with, what value we can. Provide provide them. It's a disservice by not letting them know, by not being able to help them. All right, let's talk about other aspect of uh, our life as an entrepreneur. You know, this uh, work-life balance that I'm sure a lot of us are challenged with because being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Well, you know, I want to address that word balance because I hear that a lot with my clients and most of my, my clients are women. I do have men. And actually, some of the men have also thrown out that word balance. And they kind of get caught up in, oh, I have to have balance. I have to have balance. But when you think about it, it's not really a balance. Because some days, it'll be 60-40. Some days, it'll be 30-70. And so to keep having this kind of stereotypical idea in your head about balance all the time is impossible. You can't balance everything all the time. So it's you kind of have to look at the bigger picture and see where you are globally. And one of the things that I had to learn, and, and I pass all these on to my clients, is that you have to listen to your friends, your family, and your gut. Because it is so easy to get caught up in front of your computer or to get caught up at your office. And so many times your friends will say, you know, I never see you anymore. 
Or like one day my son said to me, mom, you really need to get out more because I was like stuck in my home office all the time. And in the beginning, I kind of like fluffed all that off. And even in my gut, I, I would think, you know, I, I feel like I'm missing out on some things or, but I would like fluff everything off. And then one day I said, you know what? I really need to listen to these people. These people know me. And if they're telling me that they're not seeing me, if they're telling me that I need to get out from in front of the computer or to get out from writing my columns and just go, and even if it's just take a walk, then I really need to start listening to these people because sometimes they know you better than you know yourself. The second one is I had to schedule it because it's hard. You know, you, you get in a rut or you get into a habit. So for me, I had to schedule activities and my passions and I treated them like an appointment. So I'm an avid tennis player and I would actually sit down and schedule in time to be at the tennis court or I would schedule a happy hour with a friend and it went into my calendar. And once it hits my calendar, I have a hard and fast rule. Unless there's dead and dying people around me, I go. And because if not, you're like, oh, I don't need to go to happy hour. I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that. And you're right back where you started. So I always schedule things in. And unless something really major comes up, I stick to it. And then setting goals or, you know, setting your goals and your intentions. Because when you set goals or intentions, you have to reevaluate them from time to time. And when you reevaluate them, that's when you can look back and you can say, you know what? I haven't really been taking out time for myself or I've been taking out way more time for myself and not putting enough into my work. So I think that that's important. It's, it's accountability when you set your goals and intentions and you look back and you see what you've done or haven't done. And that that's really how I try to you know, keep the balance, so to speak. Yes, I love your perspective on this work-life balance because, yes, I always say that, I often say that work-life balance is a myth, especially for us entrepreneurs because we are so driven and passionate with what we're doing that it's no longer work for us. But also because I don't believe in such thing as work-life balance. There's no such thing. I'd rather call it work-life integration, integrating your work and life. So great tips there that we got from Debbie, listening to your friends, to your family, to your own, to your own gut cues that you are working too much cues that you are missing out on something uh, activities outside of your business for example so really really listen to those and evaluate those goals and intentions that you set for yourself and big on this as well scheduling those activities and your passion fun what is the schedule of fun activities that you have to do and put them on your calendar because i agree with debbie once it's on color you have to honor and make that commitment to do it i do that one myself whatever is not on my calendar chances are i won't do them so i have to put everything on calendar i have to schedule things both my business and personal life because after all we have other areas in our lives that we have to make time with otherwise what's it for why are we building this business if we're not able to enjoy the other areas of our lives so great tips there in terms of this work-life balance so thanks for sharing you're welcome and you know i just want to make a a really strong point here is that you know i've had some clients say oh well i have i have a schedule i have a calendar and i always say to them that's great but do you follow through with it? Because follow through is everything. You can have 50 million things on your calendar, which you don't want to do. You don't want to overbook yourself. You want to be realistic. 
but you need to follow through. And, and that's very important because sometimes as entrepreneurs, you know, we get, we get tunnel vision, we get really focused and it's easy to kind of get into this rut. So if there's something there on your calendar, you have to follow through with it or you're still going to be in the rut. Very important. That's the magic, following through, seeing through the profession of what you're putting in there, taking action on those what you are putting on your calendar because that's the magic. Yes, I agree with you. All right, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? You know, first I want to say I agree with you 100% because success isn't always about income. For some people it is. And I think those types of people, they're not very self-aware, like metaphysically and spiritually, they're not very self-aware. So for them, income is everything. For other people, it's, it's more intrinsic, has more intrinsic value. So for me, my success is when I see my children happy and I see them progressing, then I feel very successful. And when I really feel good about what I'm doing, if, if I have only one client, but that client is doing the homework I give them and I see them progressing and they're telling me how happy they are and things are flowing for them, then I feel very successful. If I had 10 clients and they weren't doing homework and nothing was flowing and their life wasn't getting better, I, I might have more income than the one client, but I wouldn't feel successful. Because for me, success really is about helping people. And that's, of course, income has to come into play. You have to support yourself. But that's not the main focus with me. It's more about how am I helping this individual and are they progressing? Yes, I love your perspective on this success. Success is when you feel good about what you're doing. See your kids happy, your clients happy. Are they progressing? Are they fl are in the flow? Are they flowing? Are they are happy with what they are getting from you? Are they happy from what they are doing because of what you are helping them with? I believe that that's the true essence of success. Those intangible benefits of being in business. And of course, we are in business. So financial metrics are important because we have to sustain our business to be able to be in business and to be able to support our, our, our needs. But success and the happiness goes beyond that. It transcends beyond that. Money is just a vehicle. What really makes us happy are those intangible benefits as a result of being in business, as a result of the money that we get from being in business. So great lesson there, great perspective. You know, perspective is everything. And that's mm -hmm. one of the things I really focus on with my clients is changing your perspective and not just about your divorce. If you change your perspective about your divorce, it's going to go smoother. If you change your perspective about life, your life is going to go smoother. Good things are going to come your way because you're going to see it 
through a different lens. You know, and I always tell my clients the story about two guys that are sitting on the beach and they're eating canned sardines and Vienna sausage. And one guy is complaining to the other guy and he says, I can't believe this. I'm eating these sardines out of the can and there's these crappy Vienna sausages and I got sand in, in my pants and I'm very uncomfortable. And the other guy says to him, I don't know where you're sitting. He says, but I'm having surf and turf with an ocean view. And to me, that is perspective at its best. And if you can carry that with you through your life and through things, through the bumps and the hurdles and everything that we have to go through as a person and as an entrepreneur, you're going to find that you're going to be able to handle things a lot better. Beautifully said. Change your perspective, change your life. I love it. Now, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Can I have four? I have oh, four. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we love extra. We love those extras. All right. One is to have a clear vision and have a clear plan. Um, you definitely have to have your vision because that's what makes you you and that's what's going to personalize your business. But it, you have to take it a step further. You have a clear vision, a clear plan. The second one would be get good branding. You know, just don't throw something out there. Really think about it. Take your time. Find someone that can take your ideas, your passion, and put them into a brand for you. The third thing is don't go into too many directions at once, like what I did with the foundation and this and that, because now all of a sudden you've spread yourself too thin. You can, you can go in those directions down the road, but in the beginning, you kind of want to stay focused on just one or two avenues and um, not go in too many different directions. And then the fourth thing, which I think is so important, is going out into the world as an entrepreneur. Like I told you earlier, there are naysayers and you can't take things personally People are going to say things to you. Maybe a client signs up for a workshop, doesn't show up. And, you know, we tend to take those things personally. Don't take things personally and be patient. Because if you're not patient as an entrepreneur, you can make costly mistakes. So those would be the four things that I think of, in my mind, my opinion, are very important as someone just branching out into their own business golden nuggets in what Debbie just shared with us. So let me just summarize them again for our listeners. So the first one is to have a clear vision and a clear plan. You want to create that vision first because that is the one that's going to guide you from where you are to where you want to go. Without the map, as they said, you won't go where you want to go. The second one is to get a good branding. Invest in someone that could help you get your ideas right and then present them in a way that people will know who you are, who you're targeting, what you're going to be doing with them, how you're going to be able to help them. And it, it's, uh, there's a huge... Um, 
words people people are really making this complicated about branding personal branding company branding whatever but it's all about knowing or and uh, investing in somebody that when they see you for example or when they see your website for example that's that's like the one as an example they know exactly what you are who you are what you're providing who is it for and how are you able to help them and the third one is to not go into too many directions, especially at once. I remember my mentor, John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire. He has an acronym for FOCUS. Focus on one course until success. It has guided me and benefited me ever since. I always keep the one in mind. So focus and uh, don't be disturbed because there are so many distractions out there. So focus on what it is that's drive your business forward. And the fourth one, of course, is to not take things personally and be patient. Cannot stress this enough, especially for our listeners out there who are just starting out, who are thinking of going into business. Understand and know and be prepared that it takes time to build a business. Those overnight success that you you hear out there are a product of years of Sometimes years of work, of time and effort, we just see those overnight success, but we don't see what happened behind the scenes. So great takeaways there that we can all take action in today. So I'll make sure to have those on our show notes. Last but not least, Debbie, I'd love for you to share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service, where they can get it, and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you. And then we'll end from there. Well, one of the benefits is you'll have a better understanding of yourself as a person, and you'll also be able to navigate your divorce with less stress and frustration and feeling more empowered because divorce, you know, you kind of feel you turn it over to the attorneys and everybody else, but working with a divorce coach, you definitely will have a sense of empowerment and you'll develop a different perspective on divorce and relationships in general which will help you move down the road of recovery faster. All right. And what's the best way that our listeners can uh, can uh, connect with you more and learn more about your, your services? They can email me at debbie at thepowerofdivorcecoach.com or they can call me at 305-984-5121. All right, so that's Debbie at the Power of the Divorce Coach dot com, or you can reach her at three zero five nine eight four five one two one. I'll make sure to have this on our show notes. So for our listeners out there, especially if you have, if you are have experienced this uh, or oh, a divorce, a recent divorce, or, or you are going through an event like this, I'd love for you to go there now and uh, connect with Debbie. You can check out her website at thepowerofdivorcecoach.com. At least be on her uh, newsletter so you can be updated on what she's putting out there. And if her products and services resonate with you, jump in. You can reach her again at Debbie at thepowerofdivorcecoach.com or by phone at 305 5-984-5121. And by the way, all of these resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Debbie Martinez or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find it for you. Again, the link is thepowerofdivorcecoach.com. Her email is debbie at the divorce at the sorry, Debbie at the the power of divorce coach.com. 
Number is 305-984-5121. Debbie, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Well, thank you so much. And I have to take my hat off to you for having this podcast because I think it's such a great benefit for any woman that wants to get out there and is not quite sure how to navigate the waters of entrepreneurship. I think this podcast is wonderful. So thank you so much. You are welcome. And thank you. Yes, that is why Today's Leading Women exists to mentor other women out there who wants to be an entrepreneur or who wants to be inspired by this, all the women like you sharing your stories, sharing your journey, sharing how you are able to get to where you are today. And you are so, we, we are, I am grateful. The show is so grateful too with you because you are mentoring others because of why you are sharing here. So thank you too as well. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two. Click the rate and review button. Step number three. Say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW fan of the day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Oh, 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 oh,